Hey guys, welcome to episode nine of Business Shit. I am your host, Mimi G, and today's topic is get your shit right. All right, listen, trying to decide on which business idea is best can be really daunting and a little bit scary. And really, how do you choose and how can you set yourself up for the best possible chance at succeeding? So I think I'm going to do sort of a three-part series starting with today. Um, We're going to talk about, is your idea viable? Uh, Then I think we're going to cover how to launch your idea. And then I think the third uh, episode following will be about managing your time for success. You ready? Let's talk some shit. So do you have a viable business idea and is it going to be the shit? So we already know what the shit is, right? I talk about this at the end of every episode. You have to solve a problem. You have to help your clients or your customers get past their current stage. You need to earn their respect and you need to build trust. That's great. But until you get to that part of your business, how do you know if it's a good idea or not? So I'm going to go through some of these uh, things that I think you should ask yourself that I think we need to discuss. But before we go there, before we start, I want you to eliminate money from the equation, okay? So don't think as we're going through this list about money. I don't want the idea of needing funds to start your business or your idea to keep you from planning and taking action, okay? So remove that. So the first thing is, you need to know if it solves a problem. This is your why. For me, my why has always been super clear because when I started my my blog, I only had one purpose. I wanted to teach people, right? My why is it comes from my excitement from teaching somebody something that I know how to do and then watching them take what they've learned and then uh, create something for themselves. You know, my why is always to inspire people. That's it. I want to inspire you to take a step towards something that you want to do. I want to inspire you to try something new. I want to inspire you to get over whatever issues you're having that are keeping you stuck. My why is very clear to me, but so many people get this wrong. It's not how you're going to do it. It's not what you do. It's why you're doing it. That is going to make the difference in everything. So for example, um, I I love this book. It's called Start With The Why. It's on my list of the 10 books that you should be reading If you haven't gotten it, please pick it up and start there because the way that he explains the why is so powerful and so clear and so easy to understand that even as I was listening to that book, um, it actually made me feel really good about my business decisions to date because as I was listening, I was like, oh, I do that. Oh, I've done that. Oh, I don't do that. And it really helped me understand that the reason why I've been so successful is because I started with the why. So for you, you have to identify what your why is. After the why, right? After you identify why are you doing this, it's not for the money, it's not for for the recognition, it's not for the popularity on social media. It should be about your clear vision on why you are doing something and the vision should be about inspiring and motivating and educating people and not just because you want to get paid. After you identify your why, then you have to figure out your what and your how. So what are you offering, 
What service or product are you going to be offering? What is your price point? What are you going to have several levels of pricing? Are you going to have different products? Do you need pricing for all of your products? Now, pricing is something that everybody struggles with, and I think it's just really hard for people to know what to price uh, for whatever service or product they're providing. So I do plan on doing an episode just on pricing because I think that that's going to be really helpful to people. But then aside from that, you need to balance that, right? You need to know what what amount of free content are you going to be creating versus paid content? Um, you know, how much are you going to be giving to people? And then how much are you going to be charging people for the part that you're not giving away, right? The stuff that you've developed, the product or the service. And then you need to know what is your point of view? What is different about you, your product or your service? Then after the what comes the how, right? So how are you going to help them? What are you going to do to help people get unstuck, right? That's where the H in shit comes in. You need to help people get unstuck. So when people start to follow me, there is a clear roadmap. A lot of people follow me for fashion. And then once they're following me for for a certain amount of time, they get interested in the DIY aspect of what I do, right? That's that's not by chance. It's on purpose. I want to inspire people. Whether I'm inspiring you for fashion purposes, great. But at some point, I'm going to get you, okay? I'm going to sink my little two teeth in there and I'm going to be like, come on over to the DIY world. (laughs) And at a certain point, my roadmap is going to guide people to become interested and then maybe even try their hand at something. And, you know, if I can get you to sew, that's my goal. That's my why. That's how I inspire people. You have to have a clear idea of where you're going to guide your audience or your customers, then how is your approach different? Everybody's doing the same thing. Everybody wants to do this or that or whatever's popular at the time. But what makes you different? What is, how is your approach to whatever, you're, whatever niche you're trying to get into, how is it different than everybody else? And then the most important, I think, is how, you're, how are you going to connect How are you going to engage? How are you going to inspire people to be loyal to you, to your brand? I'm telling you, if you haven't read that book, Start With The Why, go get that shit. It's so good. It's so good. I want to reach out to him and and just sit and talk with him because he was so brilliant in how he sort of explains why some brands are, are popular and some brands are just extraordinary. Then the next thing you need to you need to ask yourself is are you passionate enough and trust me that is a legit ass question are you passionate enough because it's going to take time okay not only is it going to take time for your business to sort of build develop and grow okay and you need to know whether or not you're passionate enough to go through all the different stages but then you it, it's also going to take away time from your life right You're also going to need to know or develop, I should say, I give no shits attitude. That means that when people are coming at you telling you why your idea isn't good or it's going to cost money or trying to feed you negative information or negative things to, to derail you, you have to have a, I give no shits about what you got to say. This is what I want to do. This is my plan. I am passionate enough about it that I'm going to follow my gut. And I'm going to do it anyway. 
Now, you also may lose friends in the process. (laughs) That's something that sort of goes with the territory. You know, your circle might get real small. And the bigger you are, the the smaller your circle tends to get. Um, That's because not everybody grows at the same level. And not everybody, you know, wants uh, success uh, for everybody else. And, you know, that sometimes can be a little tricky because, you know, you have friends that, or family that you, you know, obviously have had in your life for a very long time. Um, and sometimes people get used to you in a certain space, right? And you're good, right? You're good and they love you and all is well when you're in this little box. But then when you start sort of going out of that box and then, you know, going into into an area that they that they are not in or don't want to go in, then that can, you know, cause friction between you guys. And so you have to know that sometimes the growing in your business means that you're outgrowing people in your life and you have to be okay with that. You also, you know, have to be okay with the fact that you might not be able to cook dinner every night anymore and that you're going to have to ignore the dirty floor and that because growing your business is going to take up time and you're going to need to set out time, whether it's in the morning before you go to work or when you get home or after the kids go to bed or whenever it is, you're going to need to set time out to do this. And that means that you're going to have to ignore some of the other things that, that are going on in your life. So for example, I'm seriously OCD and I used to have the hardest time coming home and there would be a mess, right? So let's say the kids were playing and there were toys everywhere and I would come home and I knew that I needed to work on my business plan, but I would get so irritated with the house not being perfectly clean and I need to make dinner and the kids didn't put things away and the floor's dirty and then the dishes in the sink and I would get so OCD about all these other things that I would put my energy there and then sort of push the the time that I had set aside for my business, you know, till a later time because I was stuck on all these other things and I needed to be okay with the floor being dirty, dishes being in the sink and the kids having toys all over the place. And now I don't even focus on it anymore, right? I have sort of a clear vision of what I do every day. And when things don't sort of happen the way they're supposed to, I'm okay with that. I just let it go. You need to be okay with all of those things. You just need to let it go. The other thing that is really important um, in trying to develop whether you're, uh, you have a viable business idea is, is it scalable, right? That's probably the first thing that um, will come up if you do a search for, is my business viable? The first thing that's going to come up is, is it scalable? So many more things go into knowing whether or not your your business is going to succeed, if it's something that will last for a long time, and if you are capable of doing it, um, aside from, is it scalable? But that is a very big question that you need to ask yourself. So for example, you know, I started with uh, my paid tutorials, right? So I did my paid tutorials, and then when those were successful, I started licensing my name, developed my own patterns, uh, started my my uh, collaboration or my licensing deal, I should say, with Simplicity. Um, then I started developing different collaborations that I wanted to do, and uh, collaborations are different than sponsorships, okay? Those are very different, and I'm going to talk about that in our collaborations versus sponsorships episode, which is coming up really soon, too. Uh, then I launched Sew It Academy. Then we launched Sew It Men. Then we did Sew It Kids. Um, I started booking speaking gigs. I started uh, doing working on consulting deals. Um, I'm in the middle of writing a book. I'm producing other people's work. So I have a lot of different ways that I have scaled my business and will continue to scale my business. Basically, how many ways can you break up your idea to create revenue? 
this is going to be a really good time for you because this is where you're going to realize if you're just developing a product or you're developing and grow and building a business because those are two very different things. You guys watch Shark Tank? I love Shark Tank. I watch it every time it comes on. I even watch the rerun episodes because I find it really interesting. And sometimes a lot of the sharks will say, well, you know, I really like this idea, but it's a product, not a business. That means that they don't see it being scalable right? They see it as this is something that you're just going to sell. It's one product and you're going to sell this product, but it's not investable because it's not scalable. So I'm out. Then you need to know if you are open to change, right? We all have more than one talent and you can't let that one thing that you want to do keep you from exploring other options. So I have a friend who, uh, when, when she was developing her idea for what her business, her, her dream business looked like, it was doing really just this one specific thing. And the problem is that that one specific thing isn't taking off, right? It's not generating revenue. And she's looking at having to go back to working a nine to five job. And so in talking with her, I had to point out that there are different things that you can do within your craft, within your skill set that will generate revenue for you so that you can keep developing the one area that you really love. But if you're so stuck on just this one thing and you're unwilling to look at that and make changes, you're going to end up failing at this business that you're attempting and then having to go back to working for somebody else, which is the whole point of you wanting to become an entrepreneur so that you can work for yourself. But again, you have to be open to change and to looking at the different various options within your craft and your skill. Listen, I don't enjoy wearing dresses, but I know that my audience, that's what they like to see me in, right? They like to see me sewing dresses, posting dresses, and for whatever reason, you know, I am a jeans and t-shirt kind of girl, but I also know that that's what my audience likes to see, and so that's what I provide them. Listen, the step-by-step -step detailed videos that I do, my tutorials, you think I like doing them all the time? No, I don't. They're time-consuming, and sometimes they just take a lot of time and energy from me. But this is the thing. That's what made me popular. I, I sometimes wish that I, you know, could just throw some shit together for you guys, but I know that that's not what I'm known for. I know that's not what my audience, um, you know, expects from me. And so I have to do what works for my audience and my followers and my customers, because that's the brand that I've built. Is it always what I enjoy doing hundred percent of the time? No, but I, because I do all of these other things, it allows me time to do only things that I enjoy. And that is the goal. Aside from having this clear idea of what your business looks like, you have to develop a plan that fits you. There are people who are really um, sort of you know, love lists, they love structure, they love following a plan. Um, and then there are people who are not that so much, right? Who don't uh, follow a plan, who don't sort of, uh, are not organized. And it's okay. You could be either or. It really doesn't matter as long as the idea that you develop, the plan that you develop for your business fits you. You know, um, for, for me, I spent 
probably years, I was, I was gonna say months, but I'd be lying, and probably more like years, developing a, a schedule and a plan that worked for me. I had a million notebooks, um, I had calendars, I had planners, I had notebooks, I had um, you know, the calendar on my computer, the calendar on my phone, and none of it helped me stay organized because I was trying to follow a plan that didn't work for me. And it would frustrate me to the point where I, I would start doubting myself. Um, and what I realized is that I just had to just find something that worked for me, my schedule, my temperament. Um, and once I did that, things sort of started to fall in place and, and things helped me get uh, you know on track with my launch dates and things that I wanted to accomplish and my goals. So you have to stop worrying about what's working for everybody else and really just develop whatever plan fits you, your personality, your, your schedule, because that's what's going to help you stay on track. The next thing is you need to set a plan for yourself, okay? Set the plan, but then beyond setting the plan, you have to do what most people don't do and you have to stay accountable, to yourself because ain't nobody in your house waking you up and saying, hey, you have a to-do list, you have a plan, you need to do this. Nobody's doing that, right? So if you're not doing that for yourself, then you might as well just stop now. You have to set a plan and you have to stay accountable. So when I, when I started this podcast or when I was thinking about starting this podcast, I hesitated, I procrastinated because I was afraid. I was afraid that I don't know, that people wouldn't like it or that it was different than the persona that people had gotten to know, you know, on my other social media platforms, you know, that people wouldn't be used to this other side of me, that um, people wouldn't want to hear about it or that I wouldn't, it wouldn't be interesting. I mean, I had so many reasons why I hesitated on doing this podcast until, you know, it really just boiled down to the fact that I was afraid to do it. And once I identified that, right? Then it was just a matter of, okay, well, now you have to do it anyway. And I developed the idea. I set a date. I started working on the outline. I, I made myself accountable for when we were going to launch. And then I stuck to that shit, right? I, there was no moving it. There was no, oh, well, I'm, you know, I'm approaching the day and I'm not right where I want to be. So I'm just going to move it another couple weeks. No, set the plan, set task, set a date, and then know that you cannot move it. You set something for yourself, stay accountable. After you do all that business shit, <laughs> pun intended, you need to check yourself because most of the, most of the issues are going to come in the self-development phase of your life. So, you know, one is, are you dedicated? This is where discipline comes in and how much time you're going to allow for yourself. The one thing that I hear so many people tell me is I don't have time. Y'all have no idea how much that makes me want to punch a hole in the wall when I hear people say, I don't have time. I think it's the most frustrating thing that I ever hear from people because do you know what the hell I do in a day? You have time. You're just wasting your time on bullshit instead of, instead of taking the time that you do have and focusing it on what you're trying to get done. What sets people apart from those who are successful is that they made no excuses right? I'm successful because I make no excuses. It didn't matter that I didn't have time. It didn't matter that I had kids. It didn't matter that I had a nine to five job and was broke as hell. It didn't matter if I had an unsupportive partner or friends or the fact that I was scared or they or there or there or there. There were a million reasons 
for me not to do what I did, but I did it anyway because I was dedicated to what I was set out to do. And I knew that it was going to take a bunch of time and that I needed to allow the time in my schedule to do it and that I didn't, I didn't want to set excuses for myself because I think when we, when we think that, oh, well, you know, I really want to do this. Oh, but the kids need more time. Oh, but my husband needs more time. Oh, but the this and the that and the other thing. We make it okay to excuse ourselves when it comes to our children or our spouses or our family. And those are not excuses. Those are not reasons why you should start putting off things that you know you're supposed to do just because either you're too tired or you don't want to or you're afraid or you have a million other reasons why you're not doing it. If you are dedicated to whatever you want to do, then treat it just like you would anything else of importance. Because how important is it? Really what it means when you make excuses for yourself or when someone says to me, oh, I, I wish I knew how to sew, but I don't have time. Girl, if I can sew, you can sew, okay? Oh, I, I wish I, I could do this, but I just, I don't have time. All that says to me is that you don't give a shit, right? All that says to me is that you don't care enough or that you just don't have a why. So if you don't have a why, if you don't care enough to do all of these things that we're talking about and to set a dedicated amount of time in your life to do this, then why are you even listening? Why are you even trying? You might as well just stop because it takes so much more than just having a really good idea to execute. The other thing is, can you stick it out when things aren't going well? Because tr trust me, things are not going to go well and things are going to happen and you're going to get to a point where you're literally sitting around like, why am I doing this? Should I just give up? And that's when you're going to need to keep going. When you're going through a struggle, it just means that at the end of it, you're either going to come out better than you were before or with more knowledge or with the ability to be able to get through something that wasn't easy. I mean, you know, I would teach, I would sew, I would create if I never made a penny from it because it's truly what I love to do. So I would do it no matter what, which means that as I was going through my business, when there were times that things weren't working or things that I attempted that didn't work out, I just knew that I was going to do it anyway because it was truly what I loved to do. It was my passion. It's what I loved. And I wanted to be able to create a business from what I love to do versus, you know, giving up because things were just hard or weren't, weren't going as I expected. You know, one of the other things is, and this is really hard to, to sort of look at yourself in the mirror and ask yourself, but are you procrastinating? Like, are you just putting it off? And, and the reason I say this, I knew someone who always had great business ideas, um, but they would start with all the wrong shit, right? Instead of sitting down, making a plan, developing the idea, setting goals, setting launch dates, they would do really stupid shit like uh, start working on new business cards, and redesigning website, their website or their, their blog or... Um, doing all of these things that made them feel like they were busy and they were working towards their goal, but in fact, they weren't doing shit, right? They were like that, that, you know, that dog when they run around chasing their tail. That's what they were doing, just going around in circles, doing nothing that's going to propel your business. If you have an idea, stop procrastinating. Don't fill your time up with things that aren't going to help you get to the next step. 
Instead, make a list, develop the idea, break it up into different sections, set goals, tasks, dates to help you get through that roadmap that you're building for yourself instead of just keeping yourself busy, right? Start acting and stop doing stupid shit that's going to keep you busy. Real talk. That's hard to look in yourself in the mirror and be like, am I procrastinating? Or am I waiting on something? Or am I afraid? Those are questions you need to ask yourself. And then you need to realize and, and maybe have a conversation with you on whether or not you think you know everything. So I was at a restaurant one time. I was there with uh, two other friends. And this young girl came up to my table and she recognized me. She's like, oh, Mimi G, I'm a huge fan. I love what you do. And we were talking and, you know, she said, oh, you know, I'm a graphic designer. And I was with a friend at the time. And I said, oh, my friend, you know, does branding. You should maybe give her your card. And she was like, oh, that'd be great. And so she, she left and came back to bring us our food. And the other uh, lady who was at the table with us asked her, you know, what she wanted to do, uh, what her plan was. And she started talking and my friend stopped her and started to give her really great advice. And every time my friend would speak, the girl would say, yeah, yeah, I know, I know. I, yeah, I know, I know. Yeah, I know, I know. And I remember kicking my, friend, uh, my friend's foot under the table because she knew exactly what I was thinking. After the girl left, I thought, well, if you know so much, why are you here, right? And, and what bothered me, and I, what's funny is I was doing a conference, I was doing the Passion to Profit tour, and so when the young lady came back, I invited her to attend and gave her a free ticket so she could sit in uh, and listen, listen to my talk. But what I realized is that a lot of times we feel like when someone's giving us advice that we need to be like, oh yeah, yeah, I know, I know, I know, you don't know shit. Okay, I don't know shit. When I'm in a room with somebody and somebody's trying to give me advice, I act like I don't know nothing because I don't know what, you know, you could be talking to me for 20 minutes about all these things that I already know, but I'm going to sit there and I'm going to listen to you because in that 20 minutes, you might have about 10 or 15 seconds of something that I hadn't thought about that might change so much in my life. But because I was too busy talking about, I know, I know, I know, I know, I miss it. And that's what she did. She missed all these gems that my friend was giving her because she was too busy trying to act like she knew some shit when she didn't know anything. Let me tell you something. After she left that, uh, that Passion to Profit tour, she had a whole lot of knowledge about a whole lot of different things and had a better idea of what not to do to move forward in her life. Another really hard thing um, to come to terms with is, are you going based on faith? or realism. And, you know, that whole idea that if you build it, it will come is a lie. Just because you built something or just because you did all these things that we just talked about, you could do all of those things and your idea still might not make money. And it still might not do what you want. I get emails from people all the time who say, oh, I've been, you know, trying to do this for the last several years and it's not, it's not making money and I don't, should I give up? Should I not give up? And here's the thing, sometimes you're going to just either be not doing the right thing. So maybe you're sort of stuck in this business idea that you have and it's not growing for you. And it could just be a matter of you're just not doing the right things, right? So go back up to where we started and figure out what your why, your what, and your how is. Because maybe you've just missed that. And maybe if you change all of those things, things will start to change for you. And maybe you just need to come to terms with the fact that 
Maybe your hobby or your skill is just a hobby. Maybe it's not supposed to be a business. And I know that we see all of these people creating businesses, you know, on social media and you think, oh, wow, well, I have that same skill set. Maybe I can do it too. Yeah, maybe you can do it. Maybe you are doing it, but maybe it's just a hobby. Maybe it's not a business. And, you know, we all have so many different talents. So find another way within your craft or your hobby or your skill to, to develop a business idea. That's where that whole, are you willing to change? Are you willing to listen to people's opinions about what you're doing comes into play? Because, you know, maybe in your skill set or in your hobby, you want to do this one specific thing, but it's just not, it's not working for you. You have to be able to let go. Sometimes you need to walk away from it. Sometimes, uh, you know, a great idea will come if you just step away for a while. And sometimes you just have to know that, yes, I have faith, and faith is fantastic. We all need to have faith. But you also have to have a little dose of realism and know this shit's not working. I need to figure out how to, how to you know, change it, how to maneuver it, how to maybe come up with a different way to generate income for myself based still on your craft or your hobby, but just in a different way. And sometimes I don't think that we are honest enough with, with ourselves to know that, okay, I'm just sitting here going, you know, I'm going based on faith and on faith and on faith and on faith, but maybe you're not supposed to be doing that. Maybe you're supposed to be doing something else because I thought, you know, in my faith and my faith and my faith that I was supposed to be a designer and that I was supposed to be doing this and I was supposed to be doing that when in fact my job is to inspire and motivate other people with my story. That's really all that I do. I just do it in a vehicle that comes in sewing and teaching and tutorials and all these different things. But really, at the end of the day, my job, what I think God wants me to do, is to inspire and motivate other people and to let them know that no matter what your circumstances are or where you came from or where, uh, where you were, it has really no reflection on what you can do with your life. That is my truth. You need to find what that is for you. And, you know, if you need to decide whether or not faith has gotten you so far, now you need to say, okay, well, is my faith something that I'm just making up in my head because I want this so bad? Or is it just not, not working and maybe I just need, enough, need to find another way of doing it? The bottom line, I think, in everything that we do and everything that we talk about is don't quit on yourself. It's okay to quit on an idea that isn't working, but don't quit on yourself. Don't stop. Don't get down on yourself and don't walk away just because things aren't going well, right? The, your goal in life is just not to quit on you, to stay you know, focused on what your goal is, what your aspirations are. Find a really good support system that's going to help you, but at, just don't quit just because something isn't working right. Because if that had been the case, you guys wouldn't have Mimi G style because I would have quit a long ass time ago when shit wasn't working, okay? You just have to stay focused. And like I said earlier, you have to develop a plan. You have to stay dedicated. And above all things, you have to have enough strength to get you through the days where things are not working. Even when people are discouraging you, you have to know that your passion is your passion and you have to stay true to what you feel and what your gut tells you. All right, guys, here's your actionable to do. I want you to start a journal. 
Not like a personal journal because I don't care none about what you ate yesterday or how you was feeling about so-and-so or what you did. I want you to have an idea journal because your mind will fail you. I have ideas. So I used to have ideas all the time. And I would be like, oh, I'm going to write that down as soon as I get to the office or as soon as I get to wherever I was going. And then by the time I got there, I would forget. So I started carrying around a little notebook and a pencil in my purse. And it's always in there because... Now I use my phone most of the times, but what I do is as soon as I think of something, I write it down. So if you see something that inspires you or gives you an idea, write it down. If you hear something, write it down. If you get a great idea for a product or a service or a marketing plan, write it down because being a student of your life and more importantly, of your weaknesses and your strengths is really hard and really no one wants to admit that they are not good at something, okay? But if you can't study yourself, you're gonna find yourself making bad decisions because you don't fully understand yourself. And if you don't write down ideas and things that inspire you and start taking a look at, and even write down all of these things that we just talked about, answer all these questions for yourself, put them in your idea journal, and then look at them. Because if you can identify where you're weak and where you need help, then you have a better roadmap. You have a better idea of where you need to go. Um, as usual, when you do your actionable to-dos, I am always really excited to see what you guys are writing. So I know a lot of you send me your homework. I love to see it. I love to see that you guys are doing the actionable steps. So write down in your idea journals, share your idea journals with me. I'm happy to provide feedback whenever I can. Um, before we get to the email segment, though, I want to remind you guys that we started a Facebook group. Uh, for business shit listeners, so you guys can uh, join, meet new friends, share your ideas, your fears, your thoughts, get advice, all kinds of things. It's really just a support system. It's a safe place for us to, to sort of meet, talk, and hang out. So um, that link is in the description box of the podcast episode. And also, if you go to businessshit.com, click on, on today's episode. In the body of that episode, you'll see the link to join the Facebook group. I hope you go. Uh, we have about 300 members so far. I'm really excited to chat with you guys. Also, I want to give a big shout out to the YouTube uh, viewers. We started filming the uh, podcast episodes a couple of weeks ago, um, which was something that I didn't really actually want to do because I'm always in front of the camera. <laughs> so for me, being behind the camera and just sort of talking was a really uh, exciting thing for me. But I know that a lot of people like to watch the episodes. And so thank you guys for watching um, and for sharing it with your friends. Um, you know, it's just another way for you guys to listen or watch because, you know, people like different things. So, all right, the email segment, talk your shit. You guys know that if you want uh, to send me an email, you have a question, you can email me at businessshit at gmail.com. I try to answer one or two questions per episode. Today, we're only answering one. It says, hi, Mimi. Thank you so much for doing this podcast. It's definitely what I need. You are truly inspiring. Thank you so much. Um, I'd like to ask, however, how do you figure out how to solve a problem when starting a business? For instance, I'd like to start my sewing business, but it seems already so saturated with tutorials, classes, YouTube channels, etc. So many talented creators. I'm concerned and intimidated that I wouldn't have anything to really contribute in that sense. What do you suggest? Well, for one, um, what I really read in there is that you're afraid because I the concern part, but I'm glad that you put that you're intimidated because that's that's some true true uh, shit to say. Um, this is the thing, right? Is it saturated? Yeah, probably. 
Are there a lot of people trying to all do the same thing? Yeah. Are there people who have a hobby and then see other people on social media creating their businesses and they think, oh, I want to do this too, um, but are failing to identify their why? Yeah, there's a whole lot of those people. Um, but here's the thing. Ask yourself, what's missing, right? What, uh, as a content creator, as a sewer, as an artist, or as a whatever it is that you're doing, what's missing that you don't already see? Can I do that? So for me, it actually came in two different waves. So the first wave was when I first started doing this, there was nobody doing video tutorials. So I started doing video tutorials um, because I saw that that was missing and it worked for me. The second thing was, you know, after so many years of doing it, you know, of doing one-off tutorials, I noticed that there was nowhere you could go to learn to sew from the very beginning, right? There were a lot of projects, a lot of tutorials, um, a lot of sites that had a lot of classes on different things, but nowhere that was sort of like school where you could go and it's like start here and then move to the next one and the next one and the next one. So I developed and, uh, and started Sew It Academy. It was also nowhere you could go to learn to sew and design uh, in a structured format that was affordable. So we started Sew It Academy. Um, that was one of the things that was, you know, a diff something different that I didn't see was happening. So really, you just need to find what is, what is different about you, right? What can you bring to the table? And even if you can't think of anything, even if you just are creating tutorials and classes and doing your YouTube channel just like everybody else, here's the thing. Maybe you explain things differently. That is probably the number one thing that I get told about my video tutorials. You make everything so simple. You explain things so easily. Is there somebody else doing the same exact shit that I'm doing? Yeah. We might actually both do the same sew along video, for example, but I just explain shit differently, right? So whoever's gonna connect to me is gonna connect to me. Whoever's gonna connect to you is gonna connect to you. So who gives a shit if there's a million people doing the same thing, right? You are you. You have a point of view identify what your why, your what, and your how is, and then do it, right? You, you know, in last, last week's episode, I talked about confidence and that, you know, you succeed in your trying, right? So yes, you're concerned and you might be intimidated, but so what? Do it anyway, okay? Start, figure out what, what your, your ideas are and how you want to come across and go through today's episode. We actually, today's episode is a really good episode for, for your question. Figure out all of those things, write them down in your idea journal, and then just start doing it. All right, guys, thank you for listening. And remember, in order for your business to succeed, it must be the shit. It needs to solve a problem. It needs to help them get past their current situation. It needs to earn their respect and build trust. I'm out.